Welcome to Park City Church. You're listening to our weekly message, where we hope you'll be inspired and encouraged to know and follow Jesus and welcome and serve others. Thank you for tuning in. We're in Proverbs uh, over, over the summer. After July 4th, we'll come back to Proverbs and just look at sort of some of the specifics right, that Proverbs gives us about life. I mean, it touches on sort of just all the normal places of life, and we'll look at some of those. But these last few weeks have been all introductory. Like the first, like uh, we said, 10 chapters or so, first nine chapters are all introductory material, trying to, trying to woo us into considering God's wisdom for life, which is an interesting, um, in, in my view, an interesting approach for Proverbs, acknowledging that you can make other choices, right? That we all sort of have that option here, that, that, that there are a couple of ways you can go about life. And, and in this uh, book, Proverbs is attempting to woo us and entice us perhaps into considering this path, God's path as a viable uh, way. Uh, by way of analogy, and it's a loose analogy, I'll just grant that up front. Uh, I was trying to think of like what, what this moment is like. And uh, so uh, next week when we're at Cross Points for July 4th, uh, my wife Jess is actually going to be sharing a little bit that day. So uh, a little plug, you should come and, and hear what she has to say. I think it has merit, but uh, uh, okay. Uh, but as we were chatting this week, uh, she came down, was kind of telling me what she was going to you know, talk about. And she, I have a picture here. She brought her, her rough draft. This was her rough draft notes, right? And uh, I just want you to don't read it because then you won't come. So you see it here, right? And I laughed immediately. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's not a rough draft, right? Like so neat and handwriting is kind of perfect. There's no lines on the paper. And yet somehow every line is straight. You've circled key words. This is not a rough draft, Jess. I will show you a rough draft. And I have a picture of that here. These are my notes. This is draft like 16, right? I mean, I had been working for some time on the content of this particular conversation and uh, uh, this, this is a rough draft. I'll take that off too so you don't read all that. That's not this morning's, but, uh, but, but it occurs to me, right, that there are kind of two approaches, right? Proverbs is saying it's kind of two approaches to life. You can kind of take this one approach, my wife's approach, certainly a viable one if you want to be neat and tidy and organized. And props to all you folks out there that that's you. Or, right, you could take another approach, uh, it kind of scribbles the stuff down on random bits of paper. I have on more than one occasion in my life been searching for like that random envelope that I wrote something really important on in the car and now I can't find it, right? That there are two ways for you and me, Proverbs says, to approach life. I told you it was a rough analogy, right? Uh, but Proverbs, I think in this moment, for us, the kind of last introduction into Proverbs, uh, once again, it, it, it picks up an image that will show up over and over and over again. And it's this invitation that, that, that there are different ways in which you can choose to approach life. It, it actually uses the imagery of a way or a path, right? Getting lost, either meandering and wandering, kind of up some kind of all of this journey or, or a path that is clear as we'll see this morning. Uh, but this actual imagery of, excuse me, of, of, of needing sort of direction uh, in life. The image is made explicit in our reading this morning, which Aaron read for us, right at the end, and it's where we'll spend most of our time in verses 18 and 19. That one way you could go through life is the way of the righteous, verse 18. It's like the first gleam of dawn shines ever brighter. I mean, this growing light 
until the full light of day. Or you could choose the way of the wicked, which in Proverbs encapsulates a whole sort of category of, of life. Fool, scoffer, all these kinds of things as we'll consider in a moment. You could go that way, but that way is darkness and lots of stumbling over what you're not even able to see. So, so right here at the beginning uh, is an invitation for you to consider, wherever you may be in your faith experience. Uh, Proverbs offers to us the suggestion that there is a path that leads to life, that there is a path that leads to life. And, and that life is described here in terms of the dawn, right? New life, a picture of kind of progressive clarity and beauty and light that, that life begins to sort of come alive and, and, and grow into greater focus and, and, and uh, uh, life, right? The, the, the writer here, the teacher, the father uh, in Proverbs it's as if he looks across the landscapes of life, your life and mine, right? All the ups and downs in his day that in, in, in many ways are quite similar to ours and other ways may be very different. He looks across the landscape of life and he notices something. And maybe he notices it because he's aware of all the ways in which his life has diverged. But he notices, man, there's a, there's a path that leads to life. There's a way to kind of walk through life that leads to life that leads to, to flourishing in life. So he looks at things like work ethic and parenting and relationships and, and money, all these sort of nuts and bolts of life. He, he looks back perhaps over his own life, sees ways in which it's gone sideways, ways in which it's worked, lays it alongside what he has grown to, to know and been taught of, of God, lays it alongside those things and, and comes to the conclusion, man notices as he looks across that landscape, uh, there's a path that leads to life. Observing all of that, a way, a way in which he says you can walk through life that, that as we saw last week, works. But as he looks, uh, as we see even in our reading, as he looks across that landscape, I, I think what becomes apparent is another sort of equally true admission. That if there's a path that leads to life, uh, we'll say it's my version of note-taking, just for example, right? Uh, then there is also another way in which you could approach it. And that other way, uh, there are alternate paths, uh, the writer acknowledges, that, that you could pursue in an attempt to build your life. I, I, I want to suggest to you that in Proverbs, all of those other ways, which in this reading fall under the category of the way of the wicked, which sounds like nobody wants to lump themselves in that category, right? Like, maybe, you know, I've had my faults, but Clearly, right, that's a little extreme. Uh, but that's just kind of the umbrella category. We get all sorts of expressions of it in Proverbs that I think maybe hit a little closer to home. But Proverbs looks at all of those and says, man, uh, all of these, if, if you'll allow me, they're, they're shortcuts. Right? There are ways in which we, we, we try to maybe shortcut the, the truth that, that God has given us, that there's a wisdom that leads to life. But we, we want to pursue sort of other means to kind of achieve that on our, on our own. We saw it in week one, right out the gate, which was a surprising place to start. He says, don't go hiding in ambush with other people waiting to sort of beat people up when they come down the street. You're like, I've never been tempted to do that. But thank you, right? Uh, but then he finishes that passage. He says, anytime you've pursued unjust gain, that's what you've done, right? Anytime you've tried to get ahead of the expense of, of others, perhaps in an unfair or deceptive or devious way, it's like you've done violence in the streets. 
he talks about relationships. Um, kind of uh, these, anytime, right, it comes up over and over again in Proverbs, uh, the, the nature of, of relationships, that anytime we, we want to skirt kind of the relational work of fidelity and all of those things uh, and, and get to sort of more immediate gratification, Proverbs says, well, man, you're kind of skirting God's design and wisdom for life, and this is a shortcut. I thought, too, of violence, which we sort of already referenced, but comes up again in our reading this morning. We just celebrated uh, Juneteenth, this moment in the history of our country, right, where, uh, where we remember sort of violence that has been uh, done. And it occurs to me as I, I, I sit with that moment and this reading in Proverbs uh, that, that violence of, of that sort in our history, again, is, is a way to shortcut, right, to try to get ahead at the expense uh, of others and shortcut God's wisdom for life, uh, our own and for others, right? That, that, that Proverbs says there's a couple of ways we can go. And maybe you're like the way of the wicked again. That sounds a little extreme. But Proverbs, I think, wants to nudge us, as we saw last week, into all the ways our hearts are, are maybe inclined uh, towards these kinds of moves. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my wife under the bus one more time this morning, and this is the last time. She's not in the room to defend herself, so I'm, you know, the gloves are off. Uh, and she'll get a chance to return the favor next week, so uh, this is not a healthy way to resolve marital conflict, by the way. I'm pretty sure that's in Proverbs. But, uh, uh, but I've shared before that Jess, uh, and maybe this is you, when Jess reads a book, she reads the last bit first. Right, she jumps to the end, end, my Georgia came out again. She jumps to the end and, uh, and just reads the end. And some of you are like, I responded the same way. Right? That's insane. But I'm discovering that's not an uncommon like, habit, that the tension, right? some people are just going to set that tension down, and if I know it's going to be okay, I can enjoy the journey. Well, it, this has come home to me in a new way as we've been watching uh, shows on uh, Lost in Space on Netflix it's okay if you want to do that with your book, Jess, that I'm not reading with you. Please quit doing it uh, with Netflix. Like we sat down to Lost in Space and, and uh, a character, I'm not going to ruin anything here, a character had uh, left sort of the activity and we sat down and she's like scrolling ahead, tapping the little bar to see still shots. I'm like, what are you doing? So I just want to know if, if, if the character comes back. Uh, you know, please don't take me down with you. Uh, and, and I think, I think Proverbs says in our own way, that's, that's, that's how we approach life. Our hearts are bent to kind of take that approach, to kind of sneak ahead. Like we want to, we want to establish our own righteousness is the churchy word. We want to show that we're worth it. We have merit. We got this under control with wisdom, literature, and Proverbs. will use words like scoffers or arrogance or pride, the pull of our heart to kind of establish ourselves. We want to, we want to shortcut the journey that God has identified as wisdom. And Proverbs tells us here that all of that is great, but it leads to a dead end. It leads to a, it leads to a dead end. That, that uh, it says here, he's like stumbling around in the dark, trying to build our lives uh, on our own. And so Solomon, the writer of Proverbs here, attempting to call you and me into um, humbly kind of hearing the invitation that God has a wisdom for life. He looks over that landscape. I don't know what your landscape is like. Man, maybe it is. Maybe it is a series of sort of broken dreams, 
the Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Thank you, Green Day. Uh, I don't know what that space, I don't know what that landscape looks like uh, for you, but, but the writer says as he looks back over his perhaps and as you look over yours that there are all sorts of alternate paths you could take, but to shortcut the path that God has designed, wisdom that he has given for the way in which the world works is to, is to, is to lead to kind of stumbling around in the dark, trying to build life. Jesus, as we saw last week, uses imagery like it's like trying to build life on sand. Uh, I've been reading articles, perhaps you have this week, tragic stories of uh, structures have been built, a, a manufactured land, the, 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 the foundation, the, the roots of that are uh, suspect at, at best. Proverbs says that in our lives, uh, as we navigate life, it is a similar pull, but it offers us a way forward. Right, that, that you could choose kind of shortcut, trying to establish it yourself. That's great, but it says God has a a, a path that leads uh, to life, and and we we see it here that it's like the the dawn in verses eighteen and nineteen. In the verses we didn't read that follow, Proverbs will give us some clear sort of advice on how we can respond to God's wisdom, and we mentioned it last week. But that uh, sort of perhaps familiar to you statement that you can guard your heart with all diligence is one way. Right, the, the recognize that our hearts are inclined towards taking shortcuts in all kinds of ways and aware of that, right, we know ourselves a little bit better. Proverbs pulls us into that, man, know yourself. Proverbs will say things like, man, find and follow a good example. It, it, it'll, say, it'll say things like, so join the company of good men and women. Keep your feet on tried and true paths. Wisdom there to surround yourself with, with other people who can make wise decisions. Proverbs will also invite us to open our lives to others. Uh, Perhaps you're familiar with some of these. Wounds from a friend can be trusted. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another, that there's value in opening our lives up to others. Or this one in Proverbs 28. People who conceal their sins will not prosper, but to confess them and turn from them, to open them to the light, if you will, to pull them out of the dark, Proverbs says, they will receive mercy. Which I think is a beautiful picture of the gospel because our human hearts are wired to know and think and believe that if we bring all that stuff into the light, what we will find is humiliation and condemnation. And the gospel says that because of the work of Jesus, what we find is mercy. See, all all of these, again, I think are ways in which Proverbs says, let's just turn the the light up a a little bit. Your heart's inclined to run all sorts of other directions. Well, let me give you some guardrails to help keep you on a a path uh, for wisdom. But as we've said week after week, Proverbs is more than just good advice. And if all we take out of this is the kind of like, well, this would be my good advice to kind of be uh, a better person person, then I think, I think perhaps we will, we will miss the hope that lives here. Uh, I, 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 uh, I think I've shared this before. Uh, I came across some uh, research from a German uh, scientist, Jan Suman was his name. Uh, a group of researchers were discussing sort of uh, human sort of navigational abilities. And they dropped some people down in the middle of the black forest and uh, were kind of uh, assessing sort of their ability to kind of navigate. And uh, the language they use has just stuck with me over the years. Uh, and this is, this is what they said. Again, so they dropped him in the forest, uh, thick, 
you know, thick uh, uh, forest, and uh, this, is, this is where they landed. Humans apparently, uh, quoting from them, humans apparently slip into circles when we can't see an external focal point, like a mountaintop, a sun, a moon, that without a corrective, uh, our insides, this is what got me, our insides take over, and there's something inside us that won't stay straight. I think Proverbs asks us to acknowledge that truth about our own hearts, that we are prone towards sort of alternate paths of establishing our own righteousness and, and, and sort of building our own life. And, and, and Proverbs here, I think, acknowledges in a way that that uh, image resonates, that without some focal point from outside of ourselves, we cannot stay straight. Uh, I think uh, you probably don't need much convincing of this, that you need more than good advice. I I would imagine uh, your life and the landscape of your life would probably attest to that at times, that even with good advice, (laughs) things have still gone sideways at times. I think sometimes we think of the way of righteousness in Proverbs here as a kind of toll road. Lots of chat in Overland Park. They're going to widen Highway 69 and, and perhaps make it uh, a, a pay for, you know, I forget what you call that, a toll road. That's what you call it. Uh, right? And I think sometimes we think of righteousness, the way to life, as a kind of toll road. I'll just pay my toll. I'll, I'll do a little bit of good, and I'll, like, uh, establish myself. Okay, I'm good enough, and I'm, I'm on the way of righteousness, and I'll pay my toll. And, and uh, in the end, I think Proverbs says all that. Well, well, no, that ignores the truth of the matter, that your heart and mine are wired, are, because of sin, bent uh, towards going our own way, establishing our own lives. And Proverbs says in this passage to consider another way. As we've seen week after week, Proverbs, I think, points us towards the one who will be described as the wisdom of God himself walking on the earth, to, to, to look toward Jesus as you consider how you're going to walk. Lots of descriptions of him in the New Testament that I think have resonance with what we've read in Proverbs. But one comes to us uh, in Hebrews, and this is the description of Jesus, that he understands our weaknesses. He understands that our hearts are, are prone towards kind of going our own way. He faced all of those same testings. He, he knows that, Paul, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God, because there we will receive mercy. Once again, where we are inclined to think that if I come clean, If I step into the light with with all that is broken within me, what I will find is condemnation and humiliation and shame. And instead, it tells us that when we look to Jesus, what we find is mercy. We find grace to help us when we need it most, the writer of Hebrews tells us. So Proverbs says, know yourself, guard your heart. Yes, but a point, uh, a directional sort of nudge towards trusting the one who knows you and your weaknesses better than you do yourself. Follow a good example, yes, but Jesus shows up and says, don't just, here, I know a way to go. Jesus says, I am that way. Trust me. Open your life to others, a risky move in every human endeavor. No doubt in our faith walk as well, and yet Jesus assures us that what we find there is mercy. And so later, the writer of Hebrews will say, this is the one thing you can do. You can try to pay all the tolls of your own righteousness. Like, look, I'll be okay. I got this figured out. Uh, Again, Proverbs will call them scoffers or prideful, all those kinds of things. You can try to build your own life. But the writer of Hebrews will say the, the one thing you can do 
the one thing you, you can do is to keep your eyes on Jesus, the, the, the one who is the champion, who not only uh, starts that change in you, but who works it out as well. The language in Hebrews is Jesus is the one who initiates and perfects. That he's the one who, who shares his righteousness with you and then works it out in your own life. It's not you sort of paying some toll and trying to build your life. It's, it's simply looking at the one who has worked righteousness for you. Uh, I believe it was C.S. Lewis who, uh, in his description of the Christian faith, um, used the same imagery that we find in Proverbs. That trusting God's way for wisdom is like stepping, in, stepping into the dawn. He said Christianity, he said, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen. Right? Not because I can see the sun, but because by it I see everything else. That's where Proverbs takes us this morning. That there are options for you in life. You can choose to walk through life in all kinds of ways. And I think respectfully, Proverbs acknowledges that. And yet it invites you to consider, you and me, wherever we may be in our walk of faith, it invites us to consider that God has a, a, a path that leads to life and invites you into it. So uh, we're going to close with a song. It's rather a, an abrupt uh, stop, sorry. But, but here's what I think Proverbs says to you and me, that regardless of what the landscape of your life looks like, maybe it looks like my wife's rough draft. Like, I got things under control, right? Like... Things are going well. Maybe it looks more like mine. Just kind of scribbling all over the page. Things are a mess. Maybe at times in your life it's looked one or both of those ways. The invitation to all of us is the same. To simply look, look at and trust Jesus. So I'm gonna... Thank you for listening to the Park City Church Podcast. To learn more about our church and or to find ways to get involved in our community, visit us at parkcitykc.com or follow us on social media at Park City KC.